Despite the fact that the Lord has left us His Word, He has been transporting people beyond the grave and in the Spirit in order to reveal mysteries that will be helpful to the people of their generation so that the will of God will be known in relation to their times. Every generation must know the will of God for their time and what is supposed to happen in their generation. We are on this earth to read the signs of times and our generation are the most difficult times since the history of the Bible. But understand this, the Bible says in 2 Timothy 3 1-2 this know also, that in the last days perilous times shall come. 2 For men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy. Even the Bible says that knowledge will increase in this generation, Daniel 12:4, and iniquity will increase, Matthew 24:12. That is why the Lord revealed mysteries that were not given to past generations in these difficult times of humanity, so that the modern church may understand what is happening and what is about to happen. There are chambers of restitution. My brother, when you stole someone's money, you got to give back what you stole. You cannot go to church and say, I give the offering of restitution, if you know where the person lives. If you do this, you are accumulating more sin. You can afford to give restitution offering when there is no way to establish contact with the person you owe. After visiting the restitution and music chambers of hell, the Lord led me to the chambers of the condemned of the church. This is the prison of people that go to church, the prison of members of church. The Bible says that the Lord will come for a church that is without blemish. Ephesians 5:27 that he might present it to himself a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that it should be holy and without blemish. I was walking with the Lord in hell a volcanic region where souls are calcinated and countless souls were crying. In every chamber there were innumerable damned souls in torment. I was in this horrendous place where these souls were condemned forever. And the Lord was in tears. I kept saying if it was me in that place, I would not bear this pain. I was in terror. And the Lord told me, this place is unbearable. I laid down my life for the salvation of humanity. The life of the man is bound to what he does and the places he goes to. Don't forget what you see and tell my people what you see, for the lives of my people depend on it. I know you are weak in the flesh, but don't be complacent, for I did not shed my blood in vain. Don't add to this testimony, you will tell precisely what you saw. I saw demons moving in this tunnel of hell. These demons were holding human skulls. They were rejoicing for winning the souls of men. Demons are souls winners, unlike most Christians. The Lord said, The aim of Satan is to seduce the people of the world by showing them the glory of this world as if this world was the best they can have. The devil is telling humanity that the best is life in this world. Matthew 4 8 again, the devil took him up into a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their glory. 9 And he said to him, All these things I will give you if you will fall down and worship me. In this tunnel, there was a bad smell. We finally got to this chamber destined for members of churches. I saw a rusty gate where it was written, Chambers of the Condemned of Churches. The Lord said, This is the place for people who are going to churches and claim to belong to me. I said, Lord, even people that are going to church are here. The Lord said, These members of churches were not keeping my word and principles. They failed to do what I wanted them to do. There are two kinds of members of churches. They are those who worship in my will and those who worship me under my wrath. The torments in this chambers of members of church are more intense than all the chambers of hell. The more we advanced, the more severe the punishment will be. When the gate of these chambers was opened, an inexplicable and terrifying fire broke out of the gate. I heard screams of millions of members of churches that were captive here. I saw demons flying in this place. They said to these Christians, Rejoice! This is your kingdom forever. You churchgoers that lived in sin, you were doing our bidding and the will of our Master. You followed our ways and did things we asked you to do. 
Rejoice! Beloved, I saw a pit of fire and countless Christians inside these pits of fire. These pits are built thanks to the sinful life that people live on the earth. When you are living in sin you are building your pit in hell. When we got in this chamber, I saw a mountainous region and lava was splashing and were vomited by craters. There was total darkness and the place was lightened by lava that was flowing. There were screams of countless former members of churches that lost their souls. And I saw demons rejoicing and dancing for leading astray and outsmarting these Christians. Brother, in this battle for your souls, do not be outsmarted by demons. When we entered this chamber, I saw a board where a list of sins was displayed. These sins led Christians to this horrendous place of torment. My brother, these Christians that lost the battle were in an unbearable situation. Their souls were in chains in the pit of fire, which was their prison and their eternal abode. When they saw us, they begged the Lord to deliver them. They said, Lord, remember us. We served you. The Lord said, Too late, too late. The judgment has fallen. In view of this horror, I began to cry. The Lord said, I worked for the church. But look how my people are falling here. I said, Lord, we were told that those who come to church have a portion in your kingdom. Only those who do my will that have a portion in my kingdom, said the Lord. When I looked at this list of sins on the board, it was written, number one, the prison of those who refuse to pay tithes. Those who refuse to pay offering and alms. Number two, the prison of those who pray in church led by a woman. Number three, the prison of people who talk during the preaching, people who cause strife and division in the church. Number four, the prison of people who make pledge under oath, but fail to fulfill them. Number five, the prison of people of God who came to church but failed to convert. Number six, the prison of the people of God who came to church and repented. They were born again, but they backslid, abandoning their first love. After reading the board around the gate, we saw on the horizon, a prince of demons seated on his throne. He was quoting Bible passages and telling the damned souls, the word of God was given to you, but you failed to keep the word of God. You were praying, but you failed to do the will of your master. You were a member of churches, but you were criticizing your leaders. Many people go to church, but they fail to change the way they walk in the world. Coming to church is one thing and converting is another thing. Coming to church does not mean that you are a child of God. Conversion is the transformation of the heart of the person who leaves one state to another. It is a situation where the man abandoned his wicked ways in order to walk personally with the Lord. We come to church in order to learn to walk personally with God. We do not come to church as a routine. Even if the church is closed the true Christian continues to walk with God. Christians who are in these chambers of hell are attending the church and failing to surrender their lives completely to the Lord. Many are coming to church, but they are not giving their lives to the Lord completely. Yet they hear the Word of God but they fail to seek the transformation of their hearts that we call conversion. The second category of souls in this list on the board were people who were coming to church and they converted, but over time, they have abandoned their first love and they no longer walk with God though they continue to come to church. The church is full of churchgoers that are actually distant from God. They come to church, but they don't walk with God. They walk their own way. They are people who have been attending the church for 20 and 30 years, but they don't have 20 and 30 years of a walk with God. For all these years, they have been walking in their own ways and they don't walk with God. Christian life means walking continually with the Lord whom you believe in. If your language is scandalous, or if your behavior is corrupt, and if you have abandoned the way of the Lord, please surrender and renounce. They are Christians in name but they are pagan in terms of their walk. Yet when they came to Christ, they had abandoned their evil ways. But today they have returned to the old way of slandering, causing division and promoting animosity among the brethren. Yet, they claim to be Christians. I am here to tell you that if you do these things, 
You are not a Christian for the Bible says it is against these things that the wrath of God is revealed. It is because of this behavior that the name of the Lord is insulted in your workplace, your neighborhood, and in your home. Often your husband keeps saying you should stay home but because of your ways, your husband wonders whether you are a Christian. True Christians are not those who pray a lot. They are those who forgive their enemies and pray for those who persecute them. If we fail to forgive, and we hold grudges against people in our hearts, we shall not see the Lord. Another category of Christians I saw in this chamber were those who don't read the Bible. Thus, they don't put it into practice. This book of the law must not depart from your mouth. Meditate on it day and night, so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. For then you will prosper and succeed in all you do. Joshua 1 8, the other categories are those who failed to pay tithe and were unfaithful in giving. The Lord led me to a man who was in torment. When he saw the Lord, he said, Lord have mercy. I acknowledge that I did wrong. I decided to repair it. Just give me a second in order to pay tithes I stole. The Lord said, when you were in the world, why did you fail to pay your tithes? It's too late. The judgment has fallen. I saw in his pit, there was money that was demanding justice, and the man was skeletal and burned by the fire that was springing from the pit. I said, Lord, what has he done? The Lord said, when he was in the world I used to bless him but he did not pay his tithes. Every time you fail to pay your tithe, you are lying to me, and you are struck with a curse. And when you are cursed you will not inherit the kingdom of God. The man kept begging the Lord and saying, I failed to pay tithe because of my need, but I repent. The Lord said, It's too late. Then we saw a man who was claiming his innocence and said, Lord, I was paying my tithes. The Lord said, I never recognize your tithes. At that moment, I saw a demon who was a shadow. He came to stab him on the back, telling him, You were always in our camp. I said, Lord, save this man. The Lord said, My work on the cross can save people on the surface but when they die, my work cannot save them. When people die, my judgment begins. The Lord said, The man was paying tithes to his pastor who was an occultist, yet in the tithe, there's a covenant. When you pay tithes to an occultist, you are entering into a covenant with him. When you pay your tithe to a pastor that is adulterous, your tithe will not be recognized. The Lord said, Even subconscious occultic covenants can lead to hell. When we moved to another pit, we saw a man in his pit. There were maggots on him. The Lord said, this man was faithful in tithing until his pastor committed an evil act. He stopped tithing and he was right. But he should have asked me to show him where to send his tithes, but unfortunately he never paid tithes again. I used to tell him that they are still pastors who are upright. He should pay me what he owed me when he was alive. He refused the way of life and condemned himself. I put before you life and death. The fourth category are those who criticize the pastor and fight the ministry. The fifth are those who dress badly in the church.